God this morning and just be encouraged by the word of God today. When uh, Deaconess Rachel was speaking here, I, I said to myself, I think she's now going into my message. And God was speaking. Amen. I'll show you what I've entitled Prayer in the Place of Pain. Amen. Prayer in the Place of Pain. Prayer in the Place of Pain. We've been looking at wisdom, growing to the next level through wisdom and prayer. And the two go together very well because where there is wisdom, there's the ability to think and to get things done. But there are certain things, child of God, that no matter how wise and how many decisions that you can make, that you need that supernatural hand to get things to move. And that can only happen by the power of prayer. And one of the things that you can do a disfavor or a disservice to yourself is to despise the power of prayer. At every point you reach a place where you look down on prayer, it's like looking down on Western, or is it Western Australia electricity, but still desire the aircon. <laughs> because the day they turn you off, then you realize, ah, so it's really cold. Prayer is what heats up our lives. Prayer opens our eyes. Prayer brings us to a place of deliverance. Some of us can bear witness and our, our, our testimonies of how we have come out. Like if you've watched a, a movie, I've watched it called Prison Break. Amen. <laughs> Some of you are actually people that broke out of the prison. Amen. Because some of our families, you even know even when you are seated, your greatest fear is not the devil. Some of you, your greatest fear is where you come from. Because if today we just dragged you by force to take you where you come from and live the way you lived, you would prefer to say come forth. Because you know that the struggles and the pain that you came out from was so devastating that it took the hand of God to bring you out. I've shared testimonies with people to say, I work hard, I, I, I read, I get to know what I know and do what I need to do. I do my part, but there's one part that I can't do, and that is the part that God is supposed to do. Each one of us, there is what we can do and what we know to do, but there's a place where you can't do God's part. And all he gives us is the privilege to bring him into the space to do what he must do, and it's through prayer. It can be 20 minutes prayer. It can be a 10 minutes prayer. It can be a whisper. It can be a prayer to say, Lord, just come through for me. There's a place of pain, and only prayer can sustain you when you are hating. And most believers these days, we hide. We hide our pain. Just like I said, Deaconess uh, Rachel was, was bringing the word and bring that encouragement. No one wants to show that you are hating. The makeup is doing the magic, and sometimes the fake smiles. Hello, come fine. Hello, how are you? Then when they pass, you go deeper back into your pen. I'll read James chapter five. 
James chapter 5 from 13 to 18. It says, I'll read it from the King James Version, but I'll also read it later from the New Message Bible. It says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual and fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Elijah, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we. Ah, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Verse 18. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Amen. Amen. So one of the things that you need to understand that everybody goes through pain. In the Message Bible, it says, is any among you hurting? Is any among you hurting? Everybody goes through pain and suffering in different ways. We go through it silently. It can be anxiety. It can be distress. It can be discouragement. It can just be the heaviness of heart. Pain doesn't need to be an open wound. Pain can be in your heart. Amen. Amen. Someone said to me, sometimes you don't need to go very far to see how painful it can be. Sometimes if you want to see the manifestations of demons, just hang around. Be the only one who slept early and you have five or six people who slept late and they are cranky in the morning. Then you will see that the devil can really manifest. (laughs) Can I hear an amen from mothers? When people have slept very late and you want them to wake work up early, then you will see the devil at work. Because everyone will be throwing tantrums, everyone will be all over, and you're wondering what is happening here. And you see, that can cause you pain. Because what you want to happen will not happen in time. Pain comes to all of us. But one of the key things is that don't waste your pain. Amen? Whatever you go through, don't waste it. When you are rejected, it's painful. Use the rejection to move to another level. Amen. Some of you can bear witness how you grew up. It was so painful that even when you were growing up that way, you, you were saying to yourself, they will see that one day I will live better. I will live a better life. And they will see and they will pay back for this. But listen, the pain was not meant to destroy you. The pain was used as a bridge to get to the next level. And until you've gone through pain, sometimes you never understand people's pain. Hello? Sometimes when you have never been kept by people who are not your relatives, you will never know what it means to keep others who are not your relatives. 
there are some of us who lived with people who are not like me from my grade, um, I think from my grade nine, should have been grade nine, ten. I lived with people that were not my relatives until I completed my year 12 and started life out there. But I lived with people that were not my relatives, not my mother, not my father. They were just people that I knew. And you see, it became very easy when I had my own house to keep people that were not my relatives. It was normal. Some people would even come and say, ah, but who is this one? Then I say, no, he's just he's one of my boys. He's my nephew. You understand what I mean? But he was just a boy that we met along and, oh, okay, you can live with us. A number of them. It was easy because my pain taught me how to embrace other people's pain. You see, when you have never known what not to have money, you despise people that don't have Hello? Amen. Can I hear an amen? amen? When you have never walked, oh, you've known from childhood who is carry me, drop me. You will never respect those who jump on it. Transpeth. <laughs> Can I hear an amen? Can I hear a better amen? amen? Pain has a way in which it teaches us. So, child of God, emotional pain emotional trouble, stressful situations, it can be due to external circumstances, bring it to the Lord in prayer. Don't swear when you are going through pain. Just pray. Amen? Amen. Or sometimes when you go through pain, you want to swear, call things that are not as though they were in anger. No, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with getting angry and when you're in pain. But don't insult the midwife. They'll give up on you. Can I hear an amen from some women? You know, midwives, they throw tantrums at the clinic. They are known, they even some, I remember when I'm picking up one at Chilonga. Every woman in you, I say, Abba, if this woman is the one who is at your bedside on your day of giving birth, she will call all sorts of things on you and call you all sorts of names. But you respond in anger. You know this is my time of delivery. I will not go through this pain and these insults for the whole year. It's just for now. Even though you say, no, no, whoop, whoop, we are just smiling. Because you know, this time will pass. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Can I hear a better amen? amen? So pain is meant to build us up. And what do we do with this pain? Which is the first thing I want to share with you. Is that bring it to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Amen. It's good to think about things and meditate. And you know sometimes you worry so much. But learn to bring it to the Lord in prayer. How do you bring it to the Lord in prayer? As you are driving. Learn to just tell God. God, "Mm, This one is too much. Hello. Tell God, my husband's blood is too much. Can you deal with this guy? <laughs> He's a son of God. God knows what to do with him. Amen. If your wife is giving you trouble, before you tell pastor, tell God. Say, God, my wife. You said rib, but this rib is rib piercing me. Imba <laughs> Can I hear an amen? Lord, you said children are a blessing, but these ones. I'm thinking twice. This blessing is something else. It's too heavy. Lord, my children. The other day we were chatting with my wife. I said, my children, they are very nice. They are very good. But if you notice these days, they have like a certain behavior. That is not really... You, the more you talk to them, the more it becomes like, ah. 
I said, you see, sometimes you can be talking and talking until you get mad. And see, when you are talking and things are not coming into place, you talk more. You get more angry. So I said, you see, these, some of them, they are not just issues. These are demons. Sometimes just point in his bedroom and say, Kaba shakra chaba, ikangrosi kitakata, come out! And the girl will say, ah, mommy, what is it? <laughs> Amen. Sometimes just to say prayer. Because see the way, I was telling when I sat them down, I said, yes, like I'm the one being kept. Because you, it's like you people here, what is wrong here? Everyone's upset with me. Who buys food here? <laughs> Can I hear them? Amen. So sometimes bring these kids before God in prayer. The agenda of the devil is if he can get our kids off his presence, then he's got them. Amen. He's got them. If they can be buried in gadgets, it becomes an idol. If they can be buried in a phone, turn off Wi-Fi sometimes. Charlie, Optus is good. You can pause it from wherever you are. <laughs> you know, in the mind, just pause it. Then they will be coming out of it. You can never win the number. What's happening to the Wi-Fi here? <laughs> you want them to come out? Just pause Wi-Fi. No, come out. What's happening here to the internet? They don't care about you. They care about the internet. Can I hear an amen? I'm not talking about my children. I'm talking about the children of the church. Can I hear an amen? The work of Moses is looking at me and saying, Pastor, you talk properly. <laughs> Amen. So bring these issues to God. Don't take it for granted. Say, no, the school is doing the part. Sometimes just say, City, I want to pray for you. Then they say, What have we done? Say, I've done nothing. Then pray prayers that they have never heard. Kaba, Shakata, Fuma. The girl will be opening, I think you are up. I'm telling you, prayer is powerful. <laughs> the guy may not understand the prayer you are praying. But when he's going, you say, why did she pray like that today? When he wants to misbehave, he remembers the prayer. See, that prayer was too strong. There's nothing that I must do wrong here. So present these issues to God. And you're anxious about something. You're anxious about the money, the salary is not enough. Sometimes your breakthrough is just a prayer away. What you think will be delivered from, from in two years can just be a prayer away. Just a prayer, prayer. Then God just, boom, drops an idea. Ah! Then you say, wow. You take it, then you discover that you are free from financial bondage. Simple. 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 <laughs> Amen. Simple. Pray. Pray. Sometimes we are ashamed to pray for things. We feel, ah, this one, how do you pray this one? Ah, pray. Say, Lord, my father was a tenant. Even my grandfather was a tenant. You know, when you are a tenant in Africa, in Zambia, when you have a funeral, you have to get permission from the landlord to host the funeral. You remember? <laughs> That's, yes. You don't just start crying. Hey, before you cry, you call the owner. <laughs> That's a serious bondage. When I got born again, I began to pray because I knew I was coming from a battalion of tenants. Your uncle, your father, your mother, everyone is a tenant. The only title did they had was NRC. I prayed a prayer. I said, Lord, this kind is not my portion. 
I prayed and I did what I needed to do, right? Before at the end of the year, I said, Lord, give me a piece of land. I had no money. Don't pray because you have what it takes to do it. Pray because you need what it must take to get it done. Amen. Because sometimes, some of you, your problem is your pace. That's why you can't pray. Already we just crossed the financial. You are already thinking of tax retain for next year. <laughs> you already buy. <laughs> we are just crossing now. You haven't even finished the chewing the one you got. You are thinking, okay, I'm gonna send you 2023. That's where your body ages. <laughs> so even God said, this one is a taxi person. Let's leave the deal with the day. I'll answer the ones that want breakthroughs. I came to announce to someone, God still does miracles. I said God still does miracles. He does financial miracles. He still gives babies. He still gives breakthroughs. He still gives jobs that you don't qualify for. He's still the same God. Amen. He's still the same God. So pray. Tell your neighbor, pray. Take it to the Lord in prayer. The, the moment you discover you don't like, I was telling last time when we were fasting, I was saying I've noticed in this church there are people when you are praying fasting, they disappear. Mm -hmm. I was saying, I think I was saying to the Soko and the others who were on Zoom, I said, where are the people? Your desire not to pray, where you, you, you find yourself not wanting to, it's not you. The devil knows when you pray, you'll be better than where you are. Your pain is handled better when there's prayer. When you pray in a place of pain, pain becomes a place of revelation. And you pray, then God begins to reveal certain things about the issue. Why? Because you are praying. Ask your neighbor, why don't you like prayer? Tell them you need deliverance. <laughs> Tell them like you mean it. Kukakuruwa. Tell them kukakuruwa. <laughs> not telling your husband like that. Your husband will say, say yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you need a wife like mine who tells you to wake up, pray. Say, ah, I'm the pastor. She just said, yes, we are the pastor. But I said, wake up and pray. <laughs> just wake up. And you know, a prayer you will pray when you are told to wake up. First, it doesn't go to heaven. <laughs> When you have this, wake up and pray. The first 10 minutes is your own prayer first. <laughs> to say, now, Lord, I thank you. 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 Can I hear an amen? amen. Tell your neighbor, prayer. prayer. So let me share a few things that prayer does. Number one is that the prayer, when you pray in the place of pain, the arm of the Lord will be with you. God's hand is on you. In your matters, God will go. And in the minds, they can rise against you, but God will be with you. His hand will be on you. According to Jeremiah 25, verse, verse 5 says, I myself will fight against you with an outstretched hand and with a strong arm, even in anger, with fury and great wrath. What does this mean? When people fight you, God fights them. Can I hear an amen? I declare that whoever fights you, may the arm of the Lord fight them. May the Lord be with you in every battle. I say, may the Lord be with you in every battle. The second thing is that the arm of the Lord will embrace and comfort you when you are in pain. Like I said, pain can be secretive. 
where you're going through pain and you're all by yourself. But even in the midst of pain, you're on your own alone, God has a way of embracing you. The people that will rarely share their pain, it's men. Men can go through pain and you can't know it. That's why you have to be very sensitive as a woman. Because as we go through pain and you won't see it, sometimes it will just appear in silence. Hello? Fine. Quiet! The man is in pain. You can't know it. You need to be very sensitive to pick out that this man is going through pain. For women, it's very easy. You can tell that here we are in Sodom and Gomorrah now. Pain is at its peak here. <laughs> but for a man, you need to be very sensitive. To know this man is going through pain. Can I hear an amen, women? Amen. Be sensitive to our pain. Our pain can be silent. And we can be in pain and still be smiling. Financial pain? Let me tell you one thing that this you discovered. And a man doesn't love most times to share his number of cheeks before the eggs hatch. Sometimes you have eggs there and you not tell you they are eggs until they hatch. What do I mean? There are certain things that sometimes your husband will not tell you. Let's say there's a bill to be cleared and it's agent. Now it tells you what happened. Do you know that just by telling you it's enough stress? Eh? <laughs> you understand what I mean? Can I hear an amen from me? Just telling you, starting to explain that there's a bill to be paid, it's depressing in itself. Just the explanation. So sometimes a man will sit quietly and think of how when it's paid, then you say, okay, we just cleared that bill. That's a normal man. So when a man is seated quietly, when we have a female Z number in this house now, everyone's quiet. Are we okay here? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why are we quiet? What have we done? You know, people that are used to talking, they are offended by silence. <laughs> they are offended. Now why are you quiet? What? I'm just quiet. It's because you in your realm, talking is what is normal. But when someone's quiet, you're offended by their silence. I don't know why I even go to that, but the Lord is speaking to someone. But what I'm saying there is that the Lord will comfort you. Amen. Some. 94 verse 18 and 19 says, If I say my foot slips, your mercy, O Lord, will hold me up in the multitude of my anxieties within me. Your comfort delight my soul. Amen. Your comfort delight my soul. Do you know what an embrace from God means? Where you are hating, some even just in the normal sense, when you are hating and a friend embraces you, that brings comfort. Can I hear an amen? amen? That brings comfort. But we are living in a time, people are very busy. No one is ready to embrace and even to listen to your issues. People are busy with shifts. <laughs> but God says, I'm ready to listen. An embrace from God. Amen. An embrace from the Lord. Thank God for YouTube. A lot of you have been getting your comfort from music on YouTube. 
that sometimes you want an embrace, all you do is you play a song. The third thing that happens when you pray is that the arm of the Lord will lift you up. Psalm 3 verse 3 says, But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. God is a lifter of men. People can write you off. People can pull you down. God is a lifter. I have seen it in my own life. I have seen God is a lifter of men. Can I hear an amen? amen? I said God is a lifter of men. I never write off people, never despise people. The matters of people are in God's hands. Me, I have people in my life that wrote me off completely. And you see, if people write you off, the only place you can stay is in the hand of the Lord. Because if people write you off and you write off God, dangerous. That is dangerous. If people are against you, you are better off God on your side. Can I hear an amen? amen? They can write you off. Just stay stuck to God. Hold on to the Lord. Hold on to his word. Keep believing I will come out of this. I see God lifting you up. I said I see God lifting you up. I said I see God lifting you up. From a tenant to a landlord. From a poor man to a prosperous man. From somebody who was always asking for two kwacha. From some to somebody who will be giving people two hundred dollars, two thousand dollars, helping people. So shall it be for you in the name of Jesus. God lifts, and prayer at a place of pain. God has a way of lifting you up. You are in pain, pray. He will raise you up. You are in pain. You have lost something. He will lift you up. That's how God is. I remember one time I had so much, you know, you know, having trust in people and putting confidence in people is very good, but don't bank on it. Because when people let you down, you want to think everyone is like that. One time I think there was something I was doing, I I can't remember what it was way back. And you see, somebody said, okay, fine. Just when you get uh, here, you get to Lusaka, just... Let us know. I think I must have been coming from Tanzania and coming with the vehicle and there was some clearance. You know clearance of vehicles, you know, the way we order vehicles. Yeah, you say that each money finds you as you are going, money is also coming towards you in a conde to clear your car. <laughs> you understand what I mean? So I, I said, no, no, when you get there, just, I caught, and the moment when I arrived with the car, then they said, sorry, the money is needed. I said, what? And with the guy here, you say, say the money is not there. I said, what? I said, but it's not free money, God. I said, this money shall be given back to you. If you want with interest. He said, no, the money is not there. I said, I got so broken. Where you reach a place whereby you are, the door is open, but you can't enter. I said, what? I sat there and said, God. And you see, when you're a man of God, when you say God, God also says, yes, man of God. <laughs> so meaning God also expects you to just to flow because he lives on the inside of you and you should know better because he is God. But I realize, oh, okay, God, I think I'd put faith in this person, in this system. And God told me, say, okay. So I sat there. You see, when God wants to answer you, he will make people's hearts light, easy to get to. You understand what I mean? The moment you begin to notice people's hearts are hard, pray. 
if people's hearts are hard towards your need, pray. But if God wants to bless you, he will use people. So if people's hearts are closed and hard, even before you ask, they say, ah, I thought I took it. Ah. Now, I haven't asked anything. How come you're saying you don't have? Just know to say there's an agenda to frustrate your life because everything you and I need, even what bread of life needs here, is in your hands. And until your heart is soft, then it's easy to fail. But when your heart is hard, even what, someone can die hungry, so you have, and you, you see others say, come to my wife Someone says, ah, that day I got stranded. Ah, my fuel finished. I had nothing to put in there. So I didn't even go. I didn't even say, <laughs> actually, that day I thought about you. I even went into my Combank app. I almost sent $200. Then I forgot. I forgot. That tells you that something is hindering you from getting what you're supposed to do. So host, I was there saying, God, God, then God told me, okay. Call this woman. I say this woman is not a member of our church. This woman is just somebody that honors me and respects me. And but why should I call? God said, call her. So first I called her. I said, but she said, say, say, say. say, no, if God has said, call her. So I called her. Say, hey, am I? Hey, J, 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 J. Said, ah, where are you? I said, I'm at the border. She says, no problem. Please, quickly, quickly, send the, your number to to my daughter there, then she would do it. I'm a bit busy, she'd do a transaction. Before I knew it, you know what she said? She didn't even ask you, what is it? What? She just said, text the amount. How much? I said, I said it's in dollars. She said, just send the amount. It went. They said, okay, you deduct from, because I was doing designing stuff, like things like this would print. For the things we say for the company, you do, and you deduct from whatever would be said. Before I knew it, I heard the conversation. You know they're missing. <laughs> 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 then I knew I said, Could you? Hey, hey. I said, yeah, yeah, hey, agent, hey, can we this car has to go? Can we get it? <laughs> can I hear me, man? Can this car you guys are delaying this car should have left a long time? <laughs> <laughs> me who was hoping they don't call me next. I started telling them, You are delaying me, I have to cross the border. I've been here for too long. But what am I saying? My faith in this particular person. And when they couldn't, it was painful, but in the place of pain, I decided to listen what God wanted me to do next. In your place of pain, be sensitive to what God is saying. Because sometimes in a place of pain, you want to start arguing with your pain. Hey, 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 hey. Shut up. When you are in pain, listen. The problem we don't like to listen. I'm one of those that don't like to listen to my wife. <laughs> Even my wife is one of those who doesn't want to listen to me sometimes. Don't look at me like you're from heaven. You know it's a suspect. Can I hear an amen? Tell me about learn to listen. You lose nothing. Listened and the breakthrough came. So prayer. I was a person that was downtrodden, but immediately God lifted me up. I pray that God will lift you up. I said God will lift you up. I said God will lift you up. I said God will lift you up. The last thing that I want to share with you is that when you pray, the hand of the Lord will point you to your open door. 
It will point you. You're being here. Some of you were appointed. Someone said, oh, there's these things here to go with Australia, Mr. Soko. These people have come. So some, some of you even met your opportunity to be here by accident. <laughs> they said, oh, okay, there's this thing. Okay, let's try it. Before you knew it, the thing worked. When you are constant in prayer, you'll be pointed to an open door. And what causes that is sensitivity. Because when you're not sensitive, when people are pointing to your door, you think they're pointing at you. You mistake a pointing to an open door as an accusing finger. Hello? When I point at Kombosa like this, this pointing is not important. How he looks at the pointing is what matters. I can be pointing at him and I'm telling him, that young man there, please give him a thousand dollars. Him can look at my pointing and say, why is he pointing at me? What have I done? And you, you may even decide to walk away because I've pointed at him. So opportunities come when doors are open for us. They point you say, walk in that door. Your family deliverance is dependent on an open door. Your family coming out of poverty, coming out of sickness, coming out of barrenness, coming out of stuff. It's when God says, this door is open, walk into it. I declare open doors over your family. I said I declare open doors over your family. I want you to stand to your feet right now.